0: You are locked on at the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member of MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, on this Christmas Eve. What you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: Christmas Eve, Santa comes tonight. I'm so ready. For Santa? We're, we're... Yeah, I'm so ready for Santa. You know what? I kind of
0: feel like Santa's already come. Ooh. Why? He brought tied up with a bow in a box with some air holes in it. Dropped it right right in front of the AAC. Dropped it right right there for Donnie Nelson to come and pick it up from the Atlanta delivery service.
1: Luka Doncic. It, I think back when I was I watched the game with my my dad tonight cuz I'm in Kentucky and I always think back. Well, I've been thinking back to the first time that uh, I did a uh, a piece with um, a few members of the Mavs front office back earlier in the summer, um, and heading into the draft. And I just remember having off the record conversations about just their opinions on the upcoming draft, and to hear them gush about uh, this Luca kid and how he is the real deal and stuff like that. It's just crazy where we're at now. <laughs> Months later that uh, even though we were so excited and all this stuff, these guys have put in hours and had invested so much and obviously uh, went pushed their chips all in to trade up for him because they believed in him that much. And, um, wow, we're going to see this for the next two decades, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Definitely Hopefully.
1: And what's wild, wait one on one more point of that. My son is almost five months old and we were talking about it yesterday and I'm I'm like, Oh, I gotta get him a Luca jersey and like all this stuff and I'm like, You know what's crazy though? Of it what's almost sad, <laughs> it was like when you're in like high school and you're really like in this uh playing pickup ball and stuff, and you're like fifteen, Luca's gonna be like towards the end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, it's going to be kind of sad, but um, still.
0: It's short, man. The lifetime of a pro athlete
1: is short, man. It is. It is. But we're going to enjoy it until then.
0: Definitely. We will enjoy it. So today, we've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to. We didn't do a weekend pod after the Golden State Warriors game, which is we with our families. We're both in completely different states. (laughs) Got a whole lot of stuff going on right now. And so... We are gonna catch up on the Mavericks game against the Warriors. We'll catch up on the Trailblazers game with the Luca buzzer-beating, you know, tying shot to go to overtime. The wild, crazy everyone knew it was going in shot. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Draymond Green comments after the Golden State Warriors game. We'll talk about and we'll hear the LeBron James comment about you know playing with Luca, Anthony Davis, and all those guys. We'll hear from that and uh, and then we'll we'll enter interlinear or intermingled interweaved into all of that we will talk about what is going on with the Dallas Mavericks because right now six game losing streak the second six game losing streak of the season if the Mavericks could just like sprinkle in some wins in these losing streaks they'd have a way better record (laughs) they would (laughs) they would be way above 500 right now uh however they are not right now they're slipping they're on the six game losing streak and now coming up for the Mavericks, they have these two really weird things in the schedule, where they have a home and away with the Pelicans and the Thunder to end the, the end the calendar year, and it's just really weird. So, all right, let's get to the Golden State Warriors game. We'll talk about that one first. So the Dallas Mavericks go and play against the Warriors. The Warriors have all their guys. They start uh, Durant, or they they have pretty much all their guys except for DeMarcus Cousins, obviously. Uh, they start Curry, Thompson, Durant, and Draymond Green. And uh, mediocre games for pretty much all of them except Durant, who just puts up numbers wherever he goes. Uh, 17 threes attempted for Steph, which you kind of expected against this Mavericks team. Uh, and then on the other side, Luca was just the first quarter, it just seemed like Luca was going to hit every single shot he threw up. So it was, a, it was a good showing for him at that point. We got to see a couple things, uh, the couple. Notable things. We'll just go over those main things. Uh, we got to see Dirk and Maxi play together.
1: The Wurzburg <coughs> Sirs. D- wow. I mean, have you ever thought about them playing together? <laughs> I didn't know if we had, we had talked about I that before. I don't know if we
0: not. had talked about the two of them specifically playing together. Um, yes, we have talked about these guys playing together. We have talked about the different combinations and that, you know, if you're going to have Dirk out there, you need to have a rim protector. There was no rim protector, and so we need to either Maxi or Salah.
1: Yeah, and it's just <clears throat> the bench is definitely um, something. When you point at this this six game uh, skid right now, the, the bench is definitely something they got to figure out. Yeah. Um, how uh, how can Dirk fit in that? And uh, there's just it's in this tough spot right now because like yesterday I sat down uh, with my dad and just catching up and stuff, and my dad was like, "How's the Mavs going? And how's Dirk?" and it's just such a weird subject to talk about right now. And you uh, empathize with Mavs fans because you have this um, deep feelings for him and you love Dirk and uh, for everything that he's brought to the city and this franchise. But uh, he's he, he obviously struggling right now and struggling to move and play defense and um, hit some shots when he can get some shots off and when they can find him. And so – it. it, it it's a tough spot for all Mavs fans. I will say this. I get very, very, very mad when I see Mavs fans go after him on social media. It drives me nuts because, yes, uh, that He that deserves part, better than that. He does. Um, you can, um, trust me, if you watch the game and you watch the game of basketball and you understand it, We all we all are under agreement he's struggling right now. We know, we know that. And he knows that. Okay. There, yeah, <coughs> however <all> you're <laughs> feeling, a, yes, however you're feeling about that, magnify that by like 20. And that's how Dirk feels about it. And you know, he has this inner battle right now of how he wants to help the team and not be a negative spot and him just still playing and all this stuff. So anyway, <coughs> that's something they got to figure out. And they completely abandoned, uh, Dwight Powell in the golden state game. Dwight Powell didn't play at all. Um, Throwback to the old Dwight Powell days of when he would get uh, DMP CDs <laughs> because uh, that was Dwight Powell on Saturday night and they played them together. It's a different type of feel because all of a sudden you have five guys on the court that can hit a three. Can't do that. Well, technically, you can't do that with Dwight Powell. Um, oh my Dwight gosh. thinks he can't No can more threes, sometimes. Dwight Powell. You're done. <laughs> please, you're done. Please, you're done with no. threes. <laughs> um, but it actually worked in the first half. They they got uh, kind of torched in the in the second half. But I thought it worked uh, decently well in the first half. I thought Maxi played well, and that's what I want him experiment more. Does it, my question? My question to like if I could ask. Um, well, I can. But I, well, okay. My question would be. Does it have to be so extreme? You know, does it have to be one player replacing that role completely and then that player not playing again? You know, like Dwight Powell not even playing at all. Can you split some minutes? Can you split up the second? Well, they unit's tried dad? that. They tried doing that. They tried to split Dirk's minutes with Maxi, but maybe they should have just
0: flipped it the other way.
1: Yeah, I just I don't, I don't I don't I'm not saying I have all the answers. I don't I don't uh, how to roll those guys out, but uh, that's obviously a spot to. Um, That they got to figure out soon. Definitely. All right, let's take a break. When we come back,
0: let's talk about the end stretch of this game and then the comments after the game by Draymond and others. All right, Isaac. This game came down to the wire, and it was the, it had a very weird ending. If you were watching the broadcast, if you were just watching, maybe you had it on mute, maybe you were you know trying to do something else, and you're watching the game, and you're watching the last five minutes. And if you've watched the great YouTube channel Nick Van Exit, you know that Luca is awesome in the clutch. You know that he's been really, really good. He was leading the league in field goal percentage in the clutch at one point this season. I'm not sure he is now. He he probably still is after the last couple of games, but. So you look out there and it's Brunson and Dorian and and Wes and Barnes and uh Deandre Jordan you're saying, "Wait, where is Luka Doncic? Where is where is the the Slovenian wonder? Where is Wonderboy? Why is he out there? Why isn't he out there?" And if you didn't see earlier in the game, Luka was uh was driving and he got pushed out of bounds, fell into a chair, and it almost looked like he projected himself onto the chair, but it's just the way he landed. He project like he dove into this kid's chair, Uh, he smacked the kid in the chest inadvertently, and then kind of like hit his hip on the chair and then spun in the air and uh, landed on the other side of the stanchion, which is the the bottom part of the basketball goal, and got up, went to check to see if the kid was okay. This video's been going all over Twitter. He's been, you know, to to go check to make sure the kid was okay. And uh, the Mavs PR
1: caught up with the kid afterwards too. Yeah, and he actually went to the kid after the game, took off his jersey, signed the jersey, gave it to him. Um, <laughs> they had to really... check
0: to make sure they had another Luka jersey so that he could give it away because if they didn't have another jersey, he could
1: not be able to play. They could, they could give all the city jerseys away for all I could. Hey! Um, <laughs> uh, no, like, uh, yeah, so they weren't wearing the the white jerseys again today against Portland or uh yesterday on sunday so he could but yeah luca didn't play down the stretch and you're like oh my gosh the best players out um they're down by, gosh i forgot how much it was it was in the double digits and they came all the the way at the time they were down uh
0: 100 or they were down 111 to 97
1: at that point okay yeah and uh, luca didn't play down the stretch and they came all the way back which was crazy and um Cut it to a one-point game, and that's when Durant... With two
0: DeAndre th- free throws.
1: <clears throat> yes, uh, and that <clears throat> led to a Kevin Durant wild uh, um, three in his spot. Like That's just his thing, and uh, he drained the three, and he's one of the best players in the league, if not the best player, and uh, he did what he does. And um, So, yeah. so
0: De- DeAndre hits these free throws, and then uh, Draymond Green turns the ball over, and Harrison Barnes gets a nice look at the top, uh, top of the key. To uh, to not seal the game, but to bring the comeback back and to give the Mavs the lead at that point, and he doesn't hit it. Klay Thompson gets the rebound. Then, like you said, Durant just resets and does exactly what he does. hits hits a jumper, yeah, hits a three, and kind of ices it for the the uh, Warriors. Man, that team—they just have so many weapons. It's just—it's insane. But the Mavericks always—they bring out their best and they try to, you know do whatever they can. And it's crazy that they keep coming back in these late game moments, even without Doncic at that point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're playing the best team in the league, best team in the past three or four years. So best <laughs> any team moment ever? like that and Luca, you know, best the way team Luka, ever. <laughs> possibly. Um, <laughs> the way Luca started off that game and just to where it seems like he's up for these big moments and stuff. And I wish he could have finished that game. seeing how that would have turned out. But, but still, and, and we see after the buzzer sounds, um, you see uh, Draymond Green, him and Draymond Green dab up, and they're talking, and uh, they exchange a hug, and you could tell Draymond's telling him some things, and <clears throat> it seems like um, after every single game, we saw it tonight after the Portland game, uh, they showed Damian Lillard and Luca talking, you know, smiling, stuff like that. It's been a while, you know, it's been a while since the Mavericks uh, have had a star uh, like that, that we got their, we got some of it from last year with Dennis. We got some of it there's yeah, LeBron
0: yeah. comments and things like that, but it's been a while since it's been a collective, the entire league.
1: Yeah, to where it seems like the stars are um going are out, embra- they're
0: going out of their way.
1: Yes, and embracing him as um kind of one of their own. And you can and that bleeds into the comments from Draymond and the comments from LeBron. Exactly. And let's hear that comment from Draymond
0: Green after the game right now.
1: You look like you had a long conversation with Luca post game. How quickly is he earning respect in the league even though he's only nineteen? I do good. He uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, he got it. Um he gonna be a problem. He already a problem. Uh, but you
0: know, he he gonna be really good for a long time. You know, you kinda had the questions of like, oh, can he do that in the NBA like he's doing in the Euro League? He can, and, uh, you know, he's exciting to watch, so, you know, he'll be good for a
1: long time. He's kind of lifted that franchise. Uh, You know, they weren't, I don't even think they're really expecting to be good this year, and now they're right there, so, you know, he's going to be good for a long time.
0: Despite the uh, clicking clacking of the keyboard there in that uh, clip from Anthony Slater on Twitter, um,
1: man, he good. He's going to be a problem.
0: He already is a problem. I like how he corrected it and said he's already a problem.
1: Yeah. Um, you know how much I love Draymond Green. I would die for Draymond Green alongside Luca in Dallas. I would absolutely love Hey, it. he's probably going to be available, not this off season, but next off season. <laughs> At some point in, in life and in the future, I would love Draymond Green to be on the Mavericks, but okay, let's keep on going. Keep on moving. So there's, there's one comment.
0: Um, we talked about the, talked about the end of the game. And uh, another player had a comment about Luka Doncic, and that is one LeBronson James. He was asked this about... a role he, player. He was asked about his comments about Anthony Davis. When he was asked earlier this week about wanting to play with Anthony Davis, he said, he said, that would be incredible. I would love to play with Anthony Davis. Went on and said glowing things about him. Basically gave a free agent pitch for a non-free agent. <laughs> and that... The tampering rules for a GM or for a coach are different than the than the tampering rules for a player. A player's they, they're not really enforced pretty much and there's just different rules. The GM's ones are are strictly enforced, LOL. But they're <laughs> enforced if you're uh if you're a franchise in Los Angeles. And so <laughs>
1: yeah. But somehow at twelve oh one, they can they have contracts <laughs> right, right,
0: right. The tampering rules are are hilarious, and people don't they don't enforce them very much unless until they do. And so LeBron has these comments about Anthony Davis, and he's asked after a game recently if he regrets anything about the com Do you think you did anything wrong with the comments, of Anthony, about Anthony Davis? And he was like, No, I don't think I did anything wrong. Blah blah blah. And then someone asked him, uh, You know, did you know that it was going to Bring a lot of you know talk. You know that people are going to talk about it, and he was like, "Yes, everything that I say is gonna, is going to promote you know bring some kind of buzz. People are going
1: to talk about it." And then he contradicts himself because that's my biggest issue with this whole freaking LeBron thing. Like I Just don't his give whole it. life. No, I don't know. His whole I, don't, I, whole don't, I don't existence. That's your whole thing. No, no, no. <clears throat> I don't care that he said what he said about AD. That whoever cares about that, there's no tampering with players. Don't try with that. It it's the small stuff of like when when he's in that interview and he's like I mean I know everything I say is gonna be made into news basically blah blah. blah. Then the lady asks him Did you know that what you said about the ad stuff would turn into this? No, no, I didn't. What? You just said that you know everything that you said. This this is why I tweeted it out. And I quote tweeted. I'm like. You said you just admitted that you know everything you say, but now you're gonna lie and say, Nah, I, I didn't know this would be like you know, <laughs> turn into this. Oh, come on, get out of here. Everything, every single thing he does is calculated, it like everything he knows what comes from that. And the only my only issue with the ad thing is I probably wouldn't say it for my own chemistry on my team, right? Because even though they all know and he knows and the media knows that they would love, he would love to play with them. I just probably wouldn't say that just, you know. I would want to back the young guys on my team as much as I could, uh, even though it's not the truth. But still, who cares? Even I, though I, it doesn't
0: I, necessarily mean that because he wants to play with Anthony Davis that all those guys would have to leave, but they probably
1: most point, of them <laughs> more,
0: more, more, probably. So, all right, here's LeBron's comment after all that stuff about Anthony Davis saying, did he know that his comments would bring all this publicity all that stuff? They would generate
1: something. Did, did you know that when you said it? Or did you... No. Just uh, kind of said it and then realized? Um, ask me uh, what i like to play with Kevin Durant. Ask me right now. Would you like to play with Kevin Durant? Absolutely. Ask me if i like to play with Jimmy Butler. Say it right now. So ask me about Kyrie Irving, Giannis. Ask me about Embiid, Ben Simmons. Go ahead. All of them. Luka Doncic. Ask me right now. Come on, guys. It's not rocket science. <laughs> it's not rocket science. These are great players. Absolutely. You know, I would love to play with a lot of great players. That's just who I am. Um, so, you know, people get caught up in, you
0: know, get caught up in bunches, you know, sometimes when they, they wish they could control what you say and they can't. They can't. These are all great players. Luka Doncic.
1: <laughs> I don't even know how you pronounce the last name. Luka Doncic. <laughs> it's like chess, but chess. It's like Marv Albert did the other night. <laughs> um, I mean, do you put a lot of weight into that?
0: I put weight into it in the sense that Luca has become a player where you start to. And I was I was on the radio with uh, in San Francisco the other day. They asked me to come on and uh, and talk before the Warriors game, and they asked me do the do the Mavericks have this Warriors game circled do they look at this game and treat it like a different game because it seems like all these teams are getting up for a Warriors game they get up and they do their best for a Warriors game and I thought about it and I said the Warriors have become this team that when you start when you start thinking about a team that your team wants to become or a good team in the NBA that's the first team that always comes to your head Right, it's just it's that reflex of like, okay, what's a good team in the NBA, or who's going to win the title, or who is the best team, or who is a team that your team aspires to be like? It's the Warriors. It's always the Warriors. It's the first team that comes to your head, and then there's a short list after that. You think, okay, Warriors, uh, Celtics have been really good, you know, as of late, you know, the last couple of years. You think of well, you know. uh, the Rockets have been good as of late. You start you start naming all these teams that have been good recently. You know, Raptors have been good, and on the player side, you have these short lists. We have the, we always have these short lists of okay, who's the who's the five best players in the NBA? Go, and you're like, okay, LeBron's in there, Durant's in there, Curry's in there, and you start naming players. We all we just have this list of guys that we name in our head. LeBron has now, and this is not anything new necessarily, but. Luca is part of the, these lists now, and he's coming up with one of the players that just came up to his head. He was like Durant. He's like, ask me if I want to play with Kevin Durant. Ask me if I want to play with Jimmy Butler. Ask me if I want to play with Embiid or Kyrie, who he's already played with, or Giannis or Luca. You're like, wait, Luca is now in that group of guys that, that people would want to play with, and he is now on this short list of young up and coming guys that are exciting and are, are part of this conversation in the league as some of the best
1: guys in the NBA. He's becoming part of that conversation already. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a pod that came out a few weeks ago to where we said, is Luka Doncic a top 30 player uh, in the NBA? Yeah. We sold him short and uh, we agreed. I had him at like 23 or 24 and we both agreed that he's top 30 and uh, I'm pretty safe. Like I'm still pretty confident in that. And to hear um, LeBron, no matter how you feel about it, hear LeBron put him uh, in that category is pretty remarkable. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think it's anything to do with like them ever playing together. No, but, no, no. no. Um, I,
0: I don't think anything like that at all.
1: Some people try to tie those uh, connections, but um, I don't it even is, know yeah. if I would
0: want for him to play with LeBron.
1: No, I don't know if anybody wants to play. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs>
0: I just don't think that he's the optimal player to play with Luca. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously you take him on your team, but if I had to, like, somebody asked me recently on Twitter, they said, "Pick an alt, an an optimal running mate for Luca, or maybe Luca is the running mate to somebody else. Who is the best player to play with?" And I started thinking, and I'm like, man, LeBron is not that guy. If I would think of the best teammate to play with Luca
1: yeah I mean I feel like LeBron could fit with a lot of different people though um but Luca it's kind of crazy to just to see where Dallas is at and what it could lead to I don't want us to get our hopes up too much here's my, <coughs> here's my only worry though is I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of people quote tweet the that little gif I made of him and Draymond and people talking about the LeBron stuff and all this stuff. Like, hey, it's a new age for the Mavericks, it's a new age in free agency. All these stars are, you know, will want to play with Luka. And um, although I think he definitely helps, I just don't want us to get our expectations up of like this summer of saying, oh, <gasps> Kyrie's coming or oh, somebody crazy uh, crazy's coming to play because Luke is here. I think he definitely, definitely helps. And could we see a big fish at some point over the next couple of years, um, make their way to Dallas, whether it's a trade or whatever it is. Yeah, I, you could, you could see it. And hopefully we do see it, but I just, I just want to temper expectations just a little bit that, um, I just think yeah. it's a positive. It's a positive. It, it is, yes, yes. It's definitely a positive. And it's cool that um, he is already regarded and with the LeBrons and Draymond saying that. And some of these guys, you've seen Isaiah Thomas the other day tweet about him, talking about how good he is. Like He has caught the league by storm about how good he is already. That is the biggest shocker. And, I mean, I, I saw something on ESPN the other day debating, is he the best rookie since LeBron in 2003? <laughs> like, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's 15 years, (laughs) the best working in the best 15 years. Wow. How does that, um, how does that change things as far as roster building and all that stuff? It's going to be wild when you start really thinking about it. And especially because your pods for the next two days over Christmas is going, is looking at what, uh, some trade targets in both, uh, conferences, not really targets, but guys to keep an eye on or monitor, over um, this trade season, in December and January and the first part of February, who's some guys in each conferences that could be on the move and some of them, how they could fit in Dallas Would Dallas pursue some of them. So uh, yeah, that'll be on the docket for you guys.
0: Definitely. Wait, Isaac, did you say we have podcasts both Christmas day and the day after Christmas
1: guys, we have podcasts for you on Christmas and the day after Christmas. So you have a couple options. If you uh, don't do your do anything crazy on Christmas and it's just a time for you to you're just off work and you're chilling at home some, you get a pod. Or if you're traveling or something and you're spending time with with family and you're like, "Oh man, I didn't get to the pod today." And then you travel on like Thursday or Friday to go back home, guess what you have? Multiple podcasts to listen to and to be ca- <laughs> to get caught up on. So either way, you have multiple pods over the next couple of days. Yes.
0: All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back,
1: whoo, let's talk
0: about this Portland Trail Blazers game. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Isaac. So the Dallas Mavericks drop an overtime game to the Portland Trail Blazers. Man, it was a back and forth game, and it seemed like the Blazers were going to pull it out in the end. It seemed like another one of these games. It was that you know the Mavericks were just going to lose in the end, but the starters come back. Or the, the bench comes back. The bench is in the fourth quarter. They they take the lead down for the Mavericks. They get a little bit of a lead themselves,
1: and then well, does it feel does it feel like the bench stays in there too long in the fourth quarter? It's a great question. It's a question it is. I get all the time,
0: <laughs> and we've we've talked about it in saying that well, it's a long road trip. You know, you got these guys, and you can't play them all these minutes. You can't overextend some of these guys, especially Luca, who's just coming you know back from that hip contusion where he missed the the end of the game the day before. Yeah. And so you look at some of these guys minutes and you're saying, "Okay, Harrison Barnes 35 over 35 minutes, Wesley Matthews just under 35 minutes, DeAndre Jordan just over 34 minutes, Luca just over 35 minutes." I mean, you, how much more do you want to play these guys? And that that that's your option. And this is a deep team. You want the bench to get some some run. But Maybe this whole platoon system of playing starters and playing bench, maybe in that area of the, you know, the third and fourth quarter, maybe it needs to be sprinkled in a little bit more. But who am I to question
1: Carlisle's,
0: you know? Rotations? But here's the
1: thing: but, nobody, nobody has Dirk to blame tonight. You know, a lot of people have been blaming <coughs> blaming Dirk, and they're like, "All oh, Dirk's hey, throwing everything off."
0: Hey, let me talk to all those people that are blaming Dirk for any of these losses, y'all. That's real stupid, and I don't <laughs> say
1: that very often. It is. Uh, we, uh, yes, it is dumb. Dirk didn't play tonight, and uh, the bench still had some things <laughs> to figure out. So it's not Dirk's fault, but do they have to figure some things out? Yes. Absolutely. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the bench, it just seems like, like I, I kind of understood the other night when I forgot what game it was. All the losses are piling together at this point. Stop. Um, <laughs> But, it, you know, the other night when the bench unit had it going and they brought the game back and stuff like that, those are moments to where you kind of understand you kind of understand it. Like I remember the Rockets and Clippers, that playoff series back a few years ago with like Josh Smith and some of them. They rode the bench. They left Harden out. They rode the bench to win the game. Like some units just catch fire and you, the coach <clears throat> makes this decision. It's the hard decision of do you just ride the bench out because they're playing so well or do you put your starters back in? And what you run the danger of, and this is the no man zone of, okay, you normally bring the starters back around the six to eight minute mark left in the fourth quarter. If you want to ride the hot hand you want to ride them the rest of the game. But where you run, the problem is when you run them to like the four minute mark and then they just fall apart. And then you're like, you expect the starters to kind of act as like a closer type of in baseballs, and with by throwing them in there to where they don't have their rhythm and they have to kind of catch it on the fly and say, Hey, here's all five of you back in platoon switch, go win us the basketball game. And they're just not used to it. So like, that's where you get stuck in this do you ride it out but what happens when it collapses in the middle of the ride out this you know session there. It's a it's a big question and
0: you'd hope that you know with a team as deep as this you'd be able to get you know some minutes scattered into there but um it it kind of just depends on the other team too when they start bringing starters back and it almost seems like as soon as the other team brings back their best player the Mavericks just have no answer. <laughs> You know, uh, like as soon as Damian Lillard came back, they're like, oh, well, <laughs> we have no answer for that on this side. And so he's just going to run or CJ
1: McCollum or whoever. And something to keep in mind and, and keep this as a reminder in your head. <clears throat> Dennis is still out. Like Dennis is a huge part to this team tonight in the crunch time in the fourth quarter, they're rolling out two rookies. And I know <clears throat> we don't consider you know, like we look past Luke as that, but like, Luca and Jalen Brunson played over 30 minutes tonight. It's crunch time against a playoff team like the Blazers, and the Mavericks are rolling with two rookies. One of them's the second-round pick. And he, like he started, like they're starting two rookies right now. I mean, hey, so, Brunson played really well. No, no, no yeah, yeah, he Tennessee. did. I'm not, I'm not. Neither one of them played bad. I'm just saying, just to keep in mind with that, that like if you're looking for a positive, Dallas is starting two rookies. How many teams across the league in general right now are starting two rookies? And then how many? Uh, let's teams... see, Atlanta.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: well, and then how many teams are finishing games with two rookies? And that's what Dallas was doing tonight. Uh, with Atlanta,
0: <laughs> Phoenix. Atlanta. <laughs> Is Phoenix? <laughs> Mikael
1: Bridges and Aiton. I don't know if he's starting or not. Yeah, he's starting. I mean, the Bahamas canter? <laughs> <laughs> I died when I saw that. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs>
0: oh man. So, but what
1: about the shot, though?
0: Okay, well, what do, you think, what do you think about this Dennis thing, though? Because this is brought up to us a couple times. Dennis has been missing through a lot of these games. Um, despite all the fit situations and fit issues, he does bring something that could help bring him over the, the, the hump a little bit in
1: some of these games. He does, and you know, this is what I'm Gives curious. Gives him a different look that Brunson or Luka doesn't give. Yes, this is what I'm curious on how the Mavs would view this. First off, a uh, good, uh, good moment for me to plug my piece on uh, Dorian and Dennis's uh, friendship, the hey. Smith way. Go read that at maps.com. I really enjoy doing that. <clears throat> but I'm really curious on how the Mavs are, are viewing this six-game losing streak. Do they view it as hey, Dennis is out, so we need to get Dennis back and then we'll be back fine? Or do they view it as, Dennis is out, but man, we still have a lot of struggles. We need to go find a solution via trade. Or, hey, we just need to get everybody healthy and chemistry will win out in the long run. Which one of those three scenarios do you think is more likely at this point?
0: Man, publicly, I feel like they would just blame Dennis. Like, look, our starting point guard is out. You know, it's a great excuse. You can just say You know this guy is—he's been missing a lot of games with his wrist injury. You know they'll be like, "Oh, we're just trying to bring Dirk." You know road trips are super hard for this young team right now. They'll—they'll they'll, oh, they'll, they'll put it so all in, on things like that. Privately, though, you got to think they got to figure something out with this rotation.
1: Yes, have to figure- does that. Does that mean shipping two off for one? Does that mean bringing in another? Like, there's just, <clears throat> there's a lot into that equation. How much worse would the six-game losing streak be if Dennis played all six of them?
0: It would be worse. For sure. They would have the same problems, though, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm curious on it. I I just want to... I'm a little worried about the the Dennis wrist thing. I hope um, he's back soon. The next game is against the Pelicans uh, the day after Christmas. And the Pelicans have not been uh, doing great Uh, on their home here lately either i don't know if they won actually on sunday night or not or they could still be playing as we record this but gosh they're second to last in the west right now yeah so um man that's that's a huge game for both both of those teams they lost to the kings they're on a four
0: game losing streak right now
1: okay yeah i heard something they've lost like 12 their last 16 or something like that but um but no, that's going to be a huge game. I hope Dennis is back for that game. I just want, I just, I wonder if Dallas views uh, the losing streak as a result of Dennis being out. And exactly twelve it, of their last sixteen—that's wild. That's that, that's a slide. Yeah, that's a huge slide, uh, especially when you think AD's leaving. But um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how much of <clears throat> how much Dennis can help switch things around. And uh, change things up. They definitely miss him. And I, I, I def- they definitely need Dennis back in there uh, kind of running the show. And I thought before Dennis uh, went out, I thought Dennis really stepped it up defensively. And uh, I just, I'd like to just see him back in there and see if they can get back to rolling like they used to.
0: So at the end of this game, uh, six minutes and 35 seconds left. Uh, man, Seth Curry, top of the key, Throws an entry pass to Evan Turner in the post. And Evan Turner takes this pass behind his back from the block, which is right under the basket, behind his back to Seth Curry on the right wing. And Seth Curry nails this three. And, you know, everybody's going nuts. The whole Moda Center is going crazy. The Mavericks are now down 10. 10. And the bench just put him in a hole again. It's all, it almost seems like it's the exact same thing that happened in this Portland game where the, the starters had to bring them all the way back. So the starters come in. They bring the game all the way back. Brunson had some awesome, awesome plays in this yeah. run. He had I thought
1: Harrison Barnes played a great game overall. Ha- I'll get to Harrison Barnes.
0: Brunson with 5 minutes and 22 seconds left. The Mavs are down six. Brunson or the Mavs are down eight at this point. Brunson gets a gets a, a steal and a transition layup with two Portland defenders like draped all over him. He That's puts a it tough in tough shot. Tough shot. Then we get a uh, like you said a Luca give and go with Harrison Barnes, which that two man two group is is they're working pretty well. They're getting some things. They're figuring out some stuff. Harrison Barnes gets a three. His shooting. I mean, he was red hot. He was oh he was zero from seven from three against the Warriors and he just completely flipped that around, it
1: seemed like. And My favorite fu- stat, Bobby tweeted out, Harrison Marnes is shooting forty five percent from three over his last nineteen games.
0: Ooh, that is a good stat. Yeah. Uh, it was funny on the broadcast that Derek Harper was saying, you know, oh, Harrison Marnes is four or five from three now. It seems like his shooting has course corrected. No. <laughs> He's not gonna shoot four or five from three every okay. single <laughs> game. Um and so we get that three. Then Brunson and and DeAndre Jordan. Wait, hold on. DeAndre Jordan came up and doubled a player. He hedged and came Stop. up and
1: I, and played I honestly, defense? I honestly freaking can't talk about DeAndre Jordan right now. I can't do it. Uh, he he is. I can't. I can't. I can't get. You can't get fiery Isaac on Christmas Eve. You just Aww. can't get it because I, I get so pissed off Aww. how when even Harp when Harp says, "Hey, when the help guy when when your Say guy it. steps Say up." It. To, to to set the pick you gotta step up to guard the shot oh, um yeah i can't i can't go down that route right now i don't i'm still bad on the call what about when he doesn't even put his uh his arms up what about when he doesn't close out on myers leonard Anyway, I'm 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 in the Christmas spirit right now. We can't go down that route. Dang it. I tried to bait him, guys. I'm sorry. I tried to get the fire Isaac out. So,
0: Brunson and DeAndre Jordan double, they get a uh, they get a steal and Brunson throws an assist to West Matthews. It was a great pass, totally threw off the defense. West hits his first three in 7 weeks. And uh the Mavericks are <laughs> It's a two-point game. Then uh Luka gets some free throws. And, uh, or the West hits another three, which was still a bad shot, man. He took, he take he took so many bad <laughs> what, shots.
1: What about that three with like 35 seconds left? He took so many threes this game. They were so bad. It's was like airball by like two feet.
0: We'll, t- we'll get to that one. Uh, but he hits this one early with two minutes and 51 seconds left. He puts the Mavs up 101 to hundred. Luca hits a free throw. It's now 102 to hundred. The Mavericks have brought them all the way back and now they have a two point lead. And, Towards the end, we get down, uh Luca hits a mid range jumper, West gets a you know, West gets a rebound, Luca hits the jumper. Then with a minute left, Luca gets absolutely fouled. Absolutely no. fouled.
1: Kills no me. call.
0: No call at all. And yes, of course, call is homewards. There's a bunch of other fouls that should have gone the other way. But with a minute left,
1: all eyes on the ball handler, and he doesn't get the foul. That call, was way more which was of a an, foul than the one where he came off the screen with like Mo Harkless behind yes. him and all that
0: stuff. He was hooking his arm. Yes. <laughs> Fluka cannot get his arm free. That is a foul. And then they they correct they they uh called the makeup call later.
1: I'm like, hey, ref, go listen to LeBron James's list he just made the other day. <laughs> if he's on that list, he he should get the calls like he those guys.
0: Right? Every dang foul he deserves. Then um with forty four seconds left Lillard just drives straight in the paint. DeAndre Jordan is guarding Joseph Nurkic. He's guarding Nurkic at the three-point line. Yeah, Nurkic, Nurkic is a good didn't 3 the, shooter. He didn't even set the screen. He's a, he's a stretch five. He's not. He's a stretch mark five. <laughs> so then uh, n- there's no one there. The Mavericks, Mavericks go down again. And... So Luka inbounds the ball. This is what we were just talking about with, with Wes. He gets a give and go with DeAndre. He kind of loses his dribble a little bit. He, he drops his dribble. He has to pick it up. Wes is right there. He hands it off to Wes. Wes turns a corner like from 35 feet and just launches this with someone in his face, like a hand in his face, launches his three. I wrote in my notes, all caps, terrible three, terrible, absolutely terrible. My mom was sitting right next to me as I was watching this game. As soon as he launched it, as soon as he, it looked like he set his feet and he was ready to launch it. I go, this is not going in. Yes. <laughs> Completely missed it. Complete. Uh, did he airball that shot? Yes, he did. He yes. airballed the shot. Yeah. And then we get the very end of the game. Are you ready for this, Isaac? Oh, I'm ready. Damian Lillard with Jalen Brunson guarding him. Some of the some of the best defense I've seen Jalen Brunson play guarding him, Damian Lillard drives, loses the ball, everyone has a chance at it, they're going back and forth, Luka has the ball, then all of a sudden Nurkic has the ball, then all of a sudden Aminu has the ball, then all of a sudden, uh, I think Damian Lillard had the ball, and Brunson comes up from behind, steals the ball, he runs up the court, and he gets fouled. It looks like he was trying to shoot, but it was just a half second too late to where he could have gotten free. He would have
1: never gotten that call anyway.
0: He never would have gotten that call because he's a rookie. I told I, I said exact that, that exact thing to my mom. He, my mom <laughs> said it looked like he was trying to shoot it. And I was like, that's a good point. But he is a rookie and he will never get that call ever. Exactly. And so it looked like he was trying to shoot to get three free throws. Instead, he goes to the line, gets gets two misses gets, the first one. He gets a whole yeah, he gets two free throws because they're in the bonus. He misses the first free throw. The second one. Do you think he tried to miss it on purpose?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I think he did as well. I think he tried to miss it on purpose, and then DeAndre smacks the ball right off of, was it Mo Harkless?
1: Yeah, somebody's face or hand or something.
0: He tries to almost tip it out, and he smacks it right off a Portland player's face, and it goes out of bounds. The Mavericks get the ball, and there's .6 seconds left. Now, scientifically, this has been proven by, I think, sports science, ESPN sports science, whatever. You need at least .3 seconds to get the ball off. You physically cannot catch the ball and put the ball in and, and shoot a ball shoot a, a shot with you know less than 0.3 so they have 0.6 they got a chance. The Mavericks have two rookies on the floor and Rick Carlisle puts Jalen Brunson under the basket with the ball in his hands. Jalen Brunson, you make the decision. Luca's out there Barnes is out there Wes is out there. he gets the ball to Luca in the corner, falling away out of bounds. Getting pushed and getting fouled. Again, not called, but fouled. What if they called that foul? The Mavericks would have won this game. Absolutely won this game. Luka Doncic hits the corner three. The high arcing, going falling out of bounds, guy draped all over him. Inbounds from a bat, a perfect pass from a rookie. Hits it. Wes Matthews, if you go watch, go to my Twitter page at Nick Van you can watch the clip. Wes Matthews, before the ball even goes in, throws his arms up in the air because he knew it was going in, nails it. They go to overtime. There's no question. I, I went I his went. feet nuts. were inbounds. They man, it was it was off cleanly front with the clock. There's no question about any of it. It's going all over the internet right now. It was incredible.
1: Uh, <clears throat> I was watching on the couch with my dad. It was just me and him watching the end of the game. And that shot goes in. We start, like, pushing each other, like, mosh-pitting on the couch. No, I, ah! Uh! It's, like, super pumped and excited. And I was like, this is wild. Lucas' face uh, was just, like, stunned. Uh, the guys, I think Jalen Brunson had his arms up in the air, too. Uh, DeAndre, there's a funny video of DeAndre walking in slow motion, using uh, some uh, choice word. Um,
0: Holy F. but Yes. With a more um,
1: profane letter. Uh yes, and it was not holy festivities for the holiday season. Holy festivus <laughs> for the rest of it. Um so anyway, yeah, I was just a crazy moment and uh yeah, and then overtime happened. Hmm. The Mavericks had some of the worst plays I've ever seen them play in overtime.
0: Just terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just defense is killer. They didn't make any substitution. You know, I thought I <clears throat> towards in the fourth and even into in, into overtime I know Jalen Brunson was playing uh, really well I really th- I really thought Rick would would put JJ in uh, for Brunson. I thought
0: he was gonna start yeah as that, that, soon as that camera panned over I was like oh I'm assuming JJ's in but he wasn't it was
1: Brunson but he didn't yeah he rode the, uh, Brunson and, uh, I mean I agree with Nick Brunson and I thought he played a, a really good game too yep but it was not to be. The Mavericks
0: lose it, lose six straight. Uh but they got they had a chance at the end though. Can we talk about the last the last play with seventeen seconds left where Harris Martins gets a three, then Luka gets Luca gets a three, <coughs> and then Jalen Brunson gets a three. And they all miss.
1: First off, the the Luca wraparound three pointer at the top of the key that he thought he was going to get the foul call. James Harden gets that foul every single time, and it's very frustrating. Wasn't even
0: three; it was a floater. (laughs) Yeah, he 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 almost gets fouled at the top of the key, and he like steps through it. He stepped through the foul as he had the ball up. You know, at what do you call what do you call it when like you're serving a plate? like a server when you you set it up like that and he had the ball in his hand like that and then he just kind of pushes it and floats it and he completely airballed it and it looked like it looked awful but it, he got fouled.
1: Yeah, he got fouled from behind the, the body contact just going with the motion of it but yeah, that last um crazy play um <coughs> definitely thought it was a force three by Barnes. Uh, but that could have been the play. I, you just don't know these plays and um, people, guys get locked in too. If he's supposed to shoot right there, he's locked in to shooting it. And uh, he was kind of off balance. Um, he misses the three. It bounces around and uh, Luca gets it. And I was already raising my hands during the Luca shot <laughs> that second three. I was like, oh, let's go. And actually it actually was the, the correct distance. He was just off to the right a little bit. But then – Jalen brunson had the, the best shot of all three of them it was the deepest one but yeah he had the he had the best
0: chance it. he was set the most <sighs> not meant to be all right guys there you go that's what i mean that's what happened over the weekend
1: <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of map stuff um there's a lot of hype going around the maps right now especially with luka Doncic, even and, in a uh, six game losing streak and it's yes it's awesome and and uh you know, they haven't lost in six or haven't won in uh, six games. So, uh, hopefully they turn around soon. <clears throat> they got a couple of days now. It's cool that they're off for Christmas and, uh, that, that doesn't always happen. It's cool for everybody that works for the Mavs, you yeah. know, the staffers and PR people and just everything uh, that they get off on Christmas. Cause they're traveling back from Portland tonight and, uh, uh probably get off the next two days, uh, possibly. And then, um, They might practice. No, no one practices tomorrow because it's back to back. But anyway, they got to figure out their uh, coming full circle on what's going on these past six games. They got to figure out their bench uh, for sure and how that jails. They got to figure out if Dennis is the missing piece, if that (coughs) is the reason for the six game um, losing streak and all that stuff. And at some point, they got to figure out their crap on the road. And they got to – Worst team in the NBA
0: on the road right now.
1: I don't want to say grow up um, because that's a – whatever. But they got to take the next step as a team. uh, Grow up as a team and really um, gel together on the road and come together on the road uh, for that. Now, uh, Harrison Martin had a good thing uh, back before their road trip of what's the difference between on the road and at home. And he said something – he says said, hey, role players – play a lot better at home. They feed off the crowd and stuff. On the road, sometimes it's harder to get those role players going. And however they want to do that with rotate, I think there's some rotation stuff they got to figure out as far as like minute stuff does, does well, this Isaac, bench unit.
0: It's too bad that the entire Mavericks team is role players except for Luca.
1: Oh. <laughs> on that note, we we Nick, but, we were trying to end on a good note for the <laughs> Christmas season.
0: Isaac, <laughs> let's end on a good note. Do you know which team has Two or less losses on the road besides the
1: Mavericks. Freaking Minnesota.
0: None. None of them. Oh. No other team in the NBA has two or less losses on – or two or more wins on the – two or less wins on the road.
1: That's bad, guys.
0: Not not the Cavaliers, not the Suns, not Minnesota, not New Orleans, who is four
1: and 4-14. <laughs> hey, Gosh. but the next game is at home, so hopefully uh, hey. they can –
0: uh, do you know what the Mavs did last time they were on a six-game losing streak?
1: Oh, I do not.
0: They rattled off thirteen wins out of in uh, in four losses.
1: Oh, let's go! It's coming.
0: It's coming. They're they're loading up. We're going back out, ready to go, guys. Man, thanks so much for joining us. Another an, an OG long podcast.
1: Yes, uh, a, a long podcast. Sorry, David Locke. You're probably not listening over Christmas. I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Uh, but yeah, enjoy uh, your family time uh, over um, the Christmas holidays. Reminder, we have two pods coming for you over the next day. We have a Christmas hey. uh, a pod coming on Christmas, a pod coming on the day after Christmas. And if you like trade stuff, trade talk, um, possible trade targets in both conferences around the league and stuff, uh, you'll like... Uh, both of those pods. Definitely, definitely get after it. Guys,
0: we appreciate all the listeners, all the downloads, and uh man, have a great Chris have a great and awesome Christmas. We appreciate you. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps.
1: Peace out. Oh